Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to talk about preference formation and preference destabilization and some tactics. Ooh, sounds like a complicated topic already. It's not, and it's going to be very useful. Preference formation and preference destabilization. Let's kind of talk about what that is. Preference formation is that your preferences form when you're looking for something to buy. Let's pretend for a moment that you want to buy a computer. Well, you go on, online and you do a search and you have certain, a certain idea of what you want. You may know that you want to buy, you know, let's say a PC as opposed to a Mac, right? So let's say you go for the PC. You may be looking at the brand, but then you start to consider some of the details of what you want in terms of specifications. You may look at memory, maybe CPU, screen size, and other things. So. As you do your searching through the internet, online, offline, whatever it may be, your preferences begin to format themselves. In other words, they begin to form in your head what you want. So you walk into the store or go online to buy something pretty much with your preferences already formed. Now, pretend that you're a salesperson and somebody's walking through the door and their preferences are already formed. In other words, they know what they want. Well, it's hard to change somebody's mind when they know what they want. But what if what they want isn't what you're selling? What is it if what, what happens when they walk through that door and what you want to sell them isn't what they have in their head? Now you have to find a way to change their mind. But as you know, if you've listened to my other podcasts, when people walk in and their preferences have been formed, it's really hard to change their mind. And the only way to convince somebody to consider a new product or a new service is to destabilize their preferences. Hmm, that's a nice topic, right? How do you destabilize their preferences? That's preference destabilization. So let's walk through an example. Sounds complicated, but it really isn't. And it's really gonna be very applicable into, in what you do. So let's walk through a simple example. And then I'm gonna give you some strategies that you're gonna be able to implement to destabilize a customer's preference. And again, the goal of destabilizing their preference is to get them to buy your product when they're already sold, I'm buying another product. Let's walk through it slowly. Let's pretend for a moment, let's go back to our looking for a computer example again. And let's say that you've been searching online and you know you're gonna go with a PC. And your top buying criteria are the following. Your first one is memory. You want a lot of memory. And let's say, I don't know, you're marketing, you're a graphic designer, whatever it may be, and you need a lot of memory. The second thing you're looking for is CPU. How fast is that computer gonna be? Speed is important. Third, maybe screen size. So let's say that your customer is walking through the door and their preference have been formed in the following manner. They want a PC and their first criteria is they want a lot of memory. Second, a fast computer with a fast CPU. And number three is screen size. But let's say that the product you offer may not have those uh, preferences or criteria in that order. So, tactic number one, minimize one of their criteria. Let me say it again. One strategy is to minimize one of their criteria. Let's say, for example, that their number one criteria is memory. But what if, when the customer walks in, you say something to the effect that, you know, memory shouldn't be your number one priority, Mr. Customer. In fact, because of the fact that hard drives are going down in price, that you can buy a small external hard drive, or the fact that you can move your data, your information into the cloud, 
Having a, mem a big memory shouldn't be your number one priority. It should be a fast computer. In other words, your CPU time is what you really should be looking at as your number one deciding factor. Now, what I've just done, if the customer buys that, is I've now moved CPU speed of the computer from the number two position to number one by minimizing the importance of having a lot of memory. Now, sometimes we want to minimize the importance of something because we don't offer that. Let's say that I have a computer that's very fast but doesn't have a lot of memory. In this case, by minimizing memory to the position number two as opposed to number one in terms of deciding factors, I now have a better chance of selling my computer. So strategy number one is to minimize something by telling the customer, hey, you don't really need that. That shouldn't be that important. That's a lesser priority. And that's one strategy you can use to minimize the buying criteria. And again, all this is to position your product as number one. Now, let's say that a second strategy we want to use is that we want to elevate. Maybe the consumer isn't thinking that something is important, but we, from what we're selling, we think it's important, but they don't. Let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, that screen size in our example was number three. We originally started out with memory number one, CPU number two, screen size number three. But let's say that one of our biggest strengths is the big screen sizes we offer, the variety of screen sizes we offer. So what we wanna do is tell the customer or ask the customer, what are you gonna use this computer for? How much time a day are you gonna spend on this computer, Mr. Customer? Well, the more you ask questions, you realize that the customer is gonna spend a lot of time on that computer, which means they're gonna need a big screen. And what you're now doing is telling the customer, you know, right now you have screen size as your number three priority. I think you should move that up to maybe number two. Now, what I've just done is elevate the importance of screen size, which was originally a third priority, to maybe the second priority. Get the idea? So how does this apply to you? When you're selling a product, sometimes the customer doesn't really appreciate or discounts how valuable that feature or function is with your product. And what you need to do is to elevate the importance of that feature or function by asking the customer questions. And the customer goes, you know, I never thought about it. I guess screen size, for example, is important. So again, one strategy is to minimize the importance of something like we did with memory. But sometimes you want to elevate the importance of something because, you know, it's more important than they think and it's something that you sell and it's one of your strengths. So minimizing, elevating, two key strategies when it comes to preference destabilization. Last but not least is to insert a new preference, something the customer hasn't thought about. For example, let's go back to our computer example. Customer's walking in. Originally, the priority was memory number one. CPU number two, screen size number three. Then we minimize memory to number two slot. So now CPU is number one, memory number two, screen size number three. But then we want to elevate the screen size, which we did. So now the customer's preference is CPU is still number one, screen size is number two, and memory is number three. But what about something the customer hasn't thought about? For example, battery, weight, and life. Maybe the customer hasn't thought about battery life for their laptop. Let's assume this is a laptop. They haven't thought about battery life. So we now ask the customer, now by the way, 
I would insert something that we offer that our competitor doesn't or something I know is a big differentiator that our competitor doesn't have. And let's pretend for this example that the customer really, our competitors rather, don't have great battery life with their computers, but we do. But the customer hasn't thought about this because it's not in their top three criteria. So by inserting, having the discussion, Mr. Customer, have you thought about battery life? Mr. Customer says, what? Yeah, I mean, battery life. I mean, you told me you're a salesperson. You tell me you travel quite a bit. And you also told me you travel international quite a bit, which means these are long rides where you're probably going to get some work done and you need to maximize your battery to basically do work while you're flying. Customer goes, you know, I never really thought about that. So now the customer says, you know, that's even more important to me than memory. So now what I've done is I've, I've inserted a new criteria into the preference formation. In other words, I've destabilized the top three by inserting a new thing, a new feature, battery life or weight that they haven't thought about. So now maybe the new criteria for making a buying decision is, let me go to the original. It was memory number one, CPU number two, screen size number three. But by using my minimize strategy, by using my elevate strategy and insert strategy, I've now reshuffled, destabilized the preferences, and now the customer has in their mind that CPU time, speed is number one, screen size is number two, battery life is number three, and memory is number four. And guess what? When I look at those top four criteria, they align perfectly with the product I have to offer, and I do it better than my customer. So keep this in mind. Learn how to minimize, elevate, or insert feature sets that play to your advantage. Keep that in mind. This is Victor Antonio. Let me know what you think of this podcast. Also, don't forget to check out my website where you can actually download by purchasing some of my video training programs at seminarsonselling.com. That's seminarsonselling.com. This is Victor Antonio with the Sales Influence Podcast. Always reminding you, selling ain't hard, but when you know how. Take care.